नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नारायण नमस्कृत नरम चरोतम देवी सरस्वती व्यास तथो जय मुदीर नष्टप्रायेशभद्रेशु नित्यं भागवत सेवया भगवती उत्तम श्लोके भक्तिर्भवती नैष्ठिकी Reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto Six, Chapter One, The History of the Life of Ajamila, Text Number Twenty-Six. Bhunjanaha, Prabhiban, Khadan, Bhunjana Prabhiban Khadan, Bhunjana Prabhiban Khadan. भोजयन पाययन मूढ़ो भोजयन पाययन मूढ़ो भोजयन पाययन मूढ़ो न वेद आगत अंतक न वेदागतमंतक न वेदागतमंतक भुंजान प्रबिबन खादन बालकम स्नेहयंत्रितः भोजयन पाययन मूढ़ो न वेदागतमंतकम भुंजानः वाइल ईटिंग प्रबिबन वाइल ड्रिंकिंग Khadan, while chewing, balakam unto the child, sneha yantritaha, being attached by affection, bhojayan, feeding, payayan, giving something to drink, mudaha, the foolish man, na, not, veda. understood agatam had arrived antakam death translation and purport by his divine grace ac bhakti vidanta swami propad translation when ajamila chewed food and ate it he called the child to chew and eat and when he drank he called the child to drink also always engaged in taking care of the child and calling his name narayana 
Ajamila could not understand that his own time was now exhausted and that death was upon him. Purport by Srila Prabhupada. The Supreme Personality of Godhead is kind to the conditioned soul. Although this man completely forgot Narayana, he was calling his child saying, Narayana, please come eat this food. Narayana, please come drink this milk. Some or other, therefore, he was attached to the name Narayana. This is called Ajnata Sukruti. Although calling for his son, he was unknowingly chanting the name of Narayana. And the holy name of the Supreme Personality of Godhead is so transcendentally powerful that his chanting was being counted and recorded. Thus ends the Bhaktivedanta purport. This uh, description of Ajamila's life, history of the life of Ajamila is very, very relevant to us because uh, we are engaged in chanting the Lord's holy name every day as our uh, uh, most important activity of sadhana. So, it is uh, very useful if we go through this Ajamila Upakhyana. Uh, many, many, many times and each time we note down the uh, specific uh, instruction or lesson for us in our daily life which is to be applied especially because we are very seriously engaged in chanting the holy name of the Supreme Lord. Because the question often may arise that Ajamila was not even avoiding the four sinful activities which we all strenuously try to avoid. He was not following four great principles. Neither he was even officially engaged in chanting the holy name. He was attached to his son. Somehow he chanted his son's name happened to be Narayana. Somehow he chanted Narayana. So the question may arise, what was his consciousness? Attachment to the child. And what is he doing with the child? He is not teaching the child chant the name of Krishna or teaching some devotional service. Neither he is engaged nor he is teaching anything about devotional service. Telling, come eat, come chew, come drink, come and play with me, sit on my lap. So, if for Ajamila calling out the name of his son out of material attachment, like any ordinary person can have. It is not extraordinary to be attached to one's son. And getting so much benefit. What is the benefit Ajamila got? The Vishnu Rutas are going to tell, it will come later, 
that he is completely freed from all sinful reactions simply because he called out the name of narayana so why it doesn't happen to us somebody may question like this isn't it anybody who is chanting regularly may ask like this so to get an answer a convincing a proper answer for this question we have to study this ajamila uh, upakhyana very very seriously very thoroughly very scrutinizingly we have to study this let us just see this particular verse what is being said here <clears throat> when ajamila chewed food and ate it he called the child to chew and eat which is nothing extraordinary nothing great he was attached to the child because of its broken language and awkward movements small child youngest child family man naturally he'll be attached very common when he drank he called the child to drink also always engaged in taking care of the child and calling his name narayana this is very very extraordinary thing that happened in the life of ajamila so the importance of naming the children especially for householders uh so that the name of the child is name of god god's holy name and more importantly after doing that not thinking that the name is too long especially this word narayana the name narayana four syllables so generally parents tend to do this and i have seen it in many occasions you would also noticed that the name is narayana but to call the child they will shorten that they'll have another pet name and that also can be a short name of the supreme lord like the name rama is only two syllables the name krishna is also two syllables the name hari is two syllables so they can keep a shorter name which is also the name of the supreme lord but often it happens that the short name will be some tillu chillu pillu <laughs> nothing to do with the name of the supreme lord by the way these names i am mentioning i knew people whose short names were this my own close friend was called tillu by his mother <laughs> and i heard it's a very common short name 
and uh, one of our mess servants in my hostel was pillu and one chetan one of other friend of mine was called chillu by his mother so this tillu pillu chillu are useless short names this benefit is lost ajamila was fortunate that first of all he named his son as narayana he named his son as narayana and not any other ordinary name and he also called his son by uttering the four syllables narayana he did not shorten it or uh, uh, abbreviate it in some way that it would not be the full name the name of the lord and ajamila was not conscious that uh, he was calling the name of the lord whenever he would call his son he was conscious of his son only that is one of the objections the yamadutas make when the vishnu dutas tell that ajamila has already atoned for all his sinful reactions uh, for all sinful actions so how has he atoned he has uttered the holy name of the supreme lord narayana four syllables but he was calling his son he was not calling out for the lord so how can one become purified of sinful reactions while not calling out for the lord but referring to some other object of material affection and thereby calling out the name of the lord so the this particular instance specifically it is said ajamila was chanting or calling out offenselessly this is the key key thing ajamila was chanting offenselessly so we know what are the 10 offenses against the holy name so you have to examine whether he committed the first offense or not when he was calling his son whether he committed the second offense you will examine that he committed none of the 10 offenses what about the supplementary offense to be inattentive while chanting to be inattentive while chanting what about that offense what do you think nandanandana did he commit that offense or not offenselessly means he has not even committed that offense so how is it that he was not committing that offense also the other offenses we can understand even though he was sinful but he was not chanting to counteract his sinful reactions that was not his intention of calling out uh, narayana no 
So seventh offense also he was not committing. But the supplementary offense in that when we mention along with the tenth offense, it is also offensive to be inattentive while chanting. That's our biggest problem, especially when we do japa. So how is it that ajamila? So you have to study Prabhupada's purport. Anyway, I'll mention this. I won't keep it a suspense till that part comes. Srila Vishwanachakravi Thakur explains, Prabhupada quotes Vishwanachakravi Thakur, that uh, at the time of death, because Ajamila saw the Yamadutas, he became extremely fearful and he became conscious that he has been indulging in so many sinful activities because of which the Yamadutas have come. And it's the time of death. So it is said here, he could not understand that his own time was now exhausted and that death was upon him. So, people say, suddenly he died, somebody, some particular person. Suddenly he died, as if somebody will get, you know, now I am going to die, okay? Uh, now, uh, all of you can <laughs> say your last prayers or whatever. You can, I can say my last prayer. Never. Death always is sudden. Death is always sudden. Death is never like, uh, you know, with prior notice death comes. No. Death is always sudden. So, in this material world, one of the characteristics of material existence is we forget about death. However much we may be reminded, even those who are pious, even those who are studying Shastra, even those who are practicing some spiritual life, even they have a tendency to forget about death. So what is the special thing about death? Death is such a thing that it can come any time. Even the best astrologers cannot calculate the exact moment of death. They may give an indication, an expert astrologer can give you an indication that you may live 80 years. But that's based on an approximation. Because Shastras say, your lifespan is based on number of breaths. It's counted in terms of number of breaths. Inhalation and exhalation, one breath, one complete breathing cycle. So like that, you are given a certain uh, lifespan according to their calculation in terms of number of breaths. Now our breathing sometimes is very fast, sometimes is slow. Sometimes it is suspended. So we can't be sure. So they do an approximation. If there is an average speed at which breathing happens, 
then that divide that total number of breaths which is your lifespan divided by number of breaths per day or something and they calculate so many days you're going to live and that days they convert into years and they say about 80 years. But one more complication for this calculating the lifespan based on number of breaths is that the lifespan of a person even though there is a certain lifespan at the time of birth that can be calculated by astrological calculations, scientific astrological calculations, the lifespan can increase or decrease based on somebody's pious or sinful activities, certain category of pious or sinful activities. The example is given in the Mahabharata, the Kauravas, their lifespan was reduced and they died untimely death. It's called Akala Mrityu. Akala Mrityu. Because they insulted the most chaste Draupadi. Finished. Their lifespan is cut down. So they died in the battle of Kurukshetra. All the hundred of them, every one of them, they died. And the Pandavas, they were completely protected by Krishna and they were not even injured in the battle. Such a fierce battle, 18 days, 18 Akshohini divisions, lakhs and lakhs and lakhs, maybe crores of warriors are fighting fierce battle and the Pandavas come out completely unhurt. So, this is extraordinary because Pandavas are pure devotees anyway. Pandavas it's justified. But any other person, ordinary person or any other person, depending on the pious activities, the lifespan can be increased. But not everybody takes the increase in the lifespan very nice way. Somebody who is properly engaged in spiritual activities for them, as long as they live, they will keep on doing spiritual activity. Whenever death comes, what does Krishna say in the Bhagavad Gita in the 8th chapter? Tasmat sarveshu kaleshu ma manusmara yudhyacha. Do your duties, but also think of me, remember me. Sarveshu Kaleshu, all the time, always. Why? Because previous to that, what does he say? Antakale chamameva smaran muktva kalevaram yaprayati samadbhavam yati natra asti samshayaha. So, to remember Krishna at a time of death is important to return to Krishna, to go back to God. But to do that, Krishna says, you should practice always remembering Krishna. First of all, no, first he doesn't say practice. First he says, you remember me always. In order to remember me at the time of death, you should remember me always. Along with doing your duties. 
and then he says abhyasa yoga yuktena you should practice this it won't happen somehow or the other no it won't happen you have to practice and this practice also specifically he says abhyasa yoga yuktena chetasa na anyagamina without diverting your attention to anything else you should be able to practice uh, remembering krishna which chaitanya mahaprabhu says in this age is possible by chanting and hearing the holy name of krishna holy name holy uh, the form qualities pastimes but everything centered around the name everything centered around the name so uh, krishna's instruction in the bhagavad gita how does it apply to ajamila you think ajamila is an exception krishna is instructing straight straightforward way directly is telling always practice remembering me or always practice chanting and hearing my holy name so ajamila never did that but he went back to godhead how did he go back to godhead simply by calling his son narayana all the time what do you think kanjalochan simply he called his son narayana therefore he went back to godhead they didn't ask him to perform austerities see everything is connected in this past time you have to read carefully this past time ajamila before he became very sinful he was a very nice brahmana by action by qualities he was a nice brahmana so he was accustomed to worshiping narayana shila this is the culture this is the very culture or tradition that brahmanas irrespective of which um, philosophy they may adopt or which uh, sect they belong to all brahmanas worship saligram shila or narayana shila vishnu shila they worship lord vishnu or narayana <clears throat> so ajamila had nicely worshiped narayana before he became sinful so the supreme lord because of his having done that devotional service the lord gave this intelligence to him at the time of naming his youngest son the lord gave him intelligence name him narayana you should always remember the supreme lord is active in the heart of every living being especially human beings he is always active 
so paramatma gave him the intelligence name your son as narayana so he named him narayana not any other name the name of the supreme lord and then not only that while calling his son he didn't call him by any other name short name nickname any other name hmm? but called him narayana 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 he called him narayana and most importantly the lord blessed him at the time of death he chanted the name of narayana he called narayana he called his son the practice has happened abhyasa yoga yuktena even though it is not necessarily yoga yuktena that yoga yuktena had happened before he became sinful he had done it already he was eligible for the lord's mercy is eligible for the lord's mercy and he called out his son helplessly helplessly called out when the yamadutas came and as soon as he called out helplessly what happened he began to consider instantaneously almost instantaneously that he is calling out his son how can the son help when the yamadutas have come how can the son help so immediately he began to think of the supreme lord narayana whom he had worshiped before he became sinful he was reminded of the supreme lord when he for a fraction of a second he thought my son cannot help me so that is when the lord gave him remembrance of the lord himself and that worked how did that work Vishnu Dutas came. Now Vishnu Dutas came to rescue him from the Yamadutas. That's all. There was a big conversation between the Vishnu Dutas and Yamadutas. Ajamila was hearing, but that was a momentous time for Ajamila. That. after the vishnu duta yamadutas went away when vishnu dutas convinced them that ajamila is not a candidate for punishment but then when ajamila wanted to say something immediately the vishnu dutas disappeared immediately they disappeared but what was the effect on ajamila that we should note he began to consider that is this all real the first thing he thought is this all real am i seeing a dream what happened 
I should have been taken to Yamaraj for severe punishment in hell for so many sinful things I have done. And by the Lord's mercy, I was saved by the Vishnu Dutas. I don't deserve, totally undeserving. And as a result of contemplating like this, he decided that he is going to become very, 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 very serious about his real business, which he was doing before he became sinful. And with that seriousness, when he started worshipping Narayana, what he was doing before, it was not new for him. But he very seriously engaged in that, so seriously that very quickly he became fully purified, fully Krishna conscious. That degree of seriousness of worship of Narayana. And then the same Vishnu Dutas came to take him back to God. Yes, now we have come to take you. You are ready. That means when they came to rescue him, he was not ready. He was not ready when they came to rescue him. So, a parallel we can draw in our own life that if not as sinful as a Jamila, most of us would have been engaged in sense gratification, which is sinful activity of some kind. Different degrees of sinful actions. But Prabhupada came in our life like Vishnu Dutas came in Ajamila's life and saved us. Prabhupada saved us because of which we got the realization that we should take spiritual life very seriously like Ajamila took it very seriously. So we should take this opportunity as seriously as Ajamila took the opportunity which he got when Vishnu Dutas rescued him. So for us Prabhupada has come and he has rescued us, we should take it as seriously as Jamila took it. Then our destination is same as Jamila's destination. We can be guaranteed. So we also have been saved like Jamila. That's a fact. Even though it's not as dramatic or as uh, very, uh, very, very startling. For Ajamila, it was a sea change in his life. For us, it may not be such a big change. Especially somebody coming from a very pious background, they'll say, four regulated principles, very easy to follow. Chanting Hare Krishna, not very difficult. I was doing some stotra, going to some temple, chanting some prayers. Oh, tell me, chant 16 rounds, I'll very easily chant. But 
casually somehow you know doing these things is not going to be effective to come to that stage of perfection within a short time it is useful what we are doing maybe not so seriously it is always useful permanently beneficial however we chant but to chant seriously like ajamila executed devotional service after the vishnu rutas rescued him for us to chant hari krishna as seriously as required to perfect ourselves before the end of this life before the end of this life is the uh, requirement and for that we have to take all steps whatever required if we are serious about going back to god at the end of this life and that's what prabhupada says let us go back to godhead at the end of this life end of this life let's go back to godhead so just like ajamila was chanting offenselessly he was attentive coming to that point that i just made 11th offense or the supplementary offense he was not committing the supplementary offense because as soon as the yamadutas came he realized that my son cannot help me and he began thinking of original narayana so what kind of chanting is it it's attentive chanting it's not inattentive chanting inattentive chanting he would have just called his son and son doesn't come yamrutas will take me away that's all. that that's what would have happened if vishnu tas wouldn't have come so it is attentive chanting it is attentive chanting it is not inattentive chanting what does the bhagavatam say Vishnutas came because they heard Ajamila calling out their master. They are not interested in somebody calling for some other person. Why should they bother? So Ajamila was not chanting inattentively. At least at the time of death, he didn't chant inattentively. That much we can safely say. so we also should not chant inattentively so we should avoid the offenses ajamila did commit sinful activities unknowingly for which we can say that before coming to krishna consciousness we might have done so many sinful activities knowingly or unknowingly doesn't matter either it doesn't matter but now we should not commit any sinful activities because our this 
phase of life is like Ajamila after he was rescued by the Vishnudutas, we have been rescued by Prabhupada. So now we should not commit any sinful activities. This is also the lesson from Ajamila's pastime. These are all the things we should note and actually uh, practice, seriously practice. Then we can be assured of guaranteed success like a Jamila. I'll stop here. Antara Srimad Bhagavatam ki jaya shla Prabhupada ki jaya.